Hello everyone, my name is John Masid Dravez and welcome to today's episode. Today we want to talk about something very crucial for building a career. So let me start with a few questions. Are you early part of your career? Or are you below 30? Or are you at kind of middle part of your career? That means you are at the age of 35. So when you are building and growing your career, or means you are already in the career game, one aspect I see there are three category or three lane how you developing and growing your career. Before I go deep dive into that one, I want to put it on as a caveat that I personally have no problem with any of those three types of categories or, or lens. But I have my personal preference when I'm doing for my myself for my own career. So let's start. What are those three types of career lens we have? The first one, the lost worker. So the people who are in the lane, they have no idea what they're doing and they have no idea what they're going to become. They are simply waiting for someone else to pick them. The carrier thinks is something for them, what is something going to happen to them, not they're going to making things happen in their career. So most of the people who are in this carrier lane, they don't know what actually they want. Even they also don't know what actually they really like or often keep doing the thing they don't like. That means they keep doing the work or being in a company which they don't work. And more importantly, these kinds of people just counting the days until the last week of the month or counting the days until the Friday the weekend arrive. So this is the first category of building career, which is about loss workers. Now, the second category I want to talk about, which is called slow laners. So the slow laners are, have a very weak preparation in terms of building their career. Doing something which is not really related to their role, which they are looking for or aiming for. Like an example, the, the, the students who are in the slow learners, they're doing internships in cafeteria, restaurants, serving coffees, but they're studying computer science in the university and will be looking for computer science jobs. Or they're studying in marketing, but during the university life, they're doing internships in a coffee shop server in a cafeteria. Well, I have no problem with doing those kinds of jobs. Those jobs are fine. Um, respectful, but those kinds of jobs doesn't really give them the right skill set and direction to go and build a career where they want to build forward after graduation. Another thing is happening right now we're in the slow laners. They are already working. They're just waiting for a promotion because they're thinking that they need at least five years they need to work on to get a job promotions. Or they're benchmarking themselves with other friends how, how long they're getting 
promotions. And these kinds of people who are in the slow laners, they often get upset when they see other people get promoted from their same class in another company and they get feel upset. They feel sad. They feel envious as well too. So normally the slow laners start this way. When they're in the university, they're trying their everything possible way to get a high score at university. And as soon as they're graduating, they do their everything uh, intentionally applying for all multinational and local corporate job and get a job. It doesn't mean that they're gonna get the job, but they'll be looking to get into a job. And then, as soon, some of them become successfully get their corporate job or multinational company job, they very much get into a status game. That means they look into it how much they spend on their daily life. They look into what clothes they wear, the clothes or and what shoes they wear, where they hang out in the weekend, where they hang out in the evening, and compare all this experience they're getting out of life with other peers into the company and also with their classmates as well too, or the same level people. So the slow learners are very much into that status game. So until now I have told you there are two laners, right? Lost workers and slow laners. Now the third one is what called the fast laners. So they are the one who are doing the right internship. Like an example, an IT person, a student, studying in IT computer science and engineering, and they have been aiming to build coding software engineering degree. So they start into some company and get an internship in a software company and want to learn how to how to work in a professional industry. As somebody want to be a marketer, so they have been joining an organization to learn how to do marketing and how to show their ability. And this is the very most important thing. The first of all, the two can internships, which is exactly their career they're looking for after graduation, align to that role and they don't just stop there because it's not about finding an internships and three months and coming back but the first laner don't do that first laner get into an internships which align to the career they want to build to company and then turn that internships to a full-time job to turning an internship to a full-time job this shows the best ability best effort and best attitudes because there's a lot of things can go wrong, but the first laner always focus about two things, their attitudes and their effort. Because these two, they have full control about this one. And that is one of the things make the first laner successful in tra transforming their internship to a full-time job. And not only that, they don't stop that way. Most of the time, this first laner pick up a startup company who are quite stable and they have a good founder or skillful founder in the company already. So they get into the company and as an intern and then show their effort and attitudes and in a certain period of time they convert that one to a full-time role into the internship and most of the time they convert it to a full-time role before even they graduated and after graduating they're already going to the full-time role and then they have more rooms to expand their effort into the role 
and very short period of time after that, in, in months or year period of time, this turned into some kind of leadership role into the startup. That now you may be thinking about why it has to be startup. Because most of the time, the startup has the biggest possible room to grow and grab this position because startups will be constantly expanding. So new roles are creating, which can accommodate such kind of opportunity for everyone in the fast laners. And finally, this fast laners in few years period of time, they become one of the core team member of the company and stabilize the company to a, a certain level. And that's exactly how they become the fastest possible laner as a C-suite executive or director level role into their career. When their peers are still in a manager or junior manager levels who graduated with the same time from the university. So these fast laners don't play any status game but they're very much into result and growth game. So they really care about what result they're creating for the company they're working on, and they're very care about they're getting the right skill set and attitude as well too, so they can contribute better way into their role as well too. So that's the first layers. So now, after hearing these three category of layers, you know what lens you are in. And if you are in, in a slow, la in, in slow laners, think about what things you need to adjust right now to move to the fast laner. If you are in a, in a loss walkers, that means you are gonna wait for a big trouble in your career. I can tell you upfront. So get it put it to yourself as fast as possible and try to move to fast lane. Because as soon as you go to the fast lane, you have the highest possible or opportunity to show your potentials. Like I told you that, you could be very unsmart person. You may think that you are not smart at all. Your score is, is the worst in the class. But as long as you can control two things very well, means your effort and your attitude, because you have complete control about these two. And you can expand in a high scale on this one too, and you can move to the fast line too to become successful. So now, you already know these are the three lanes you can choose. And I already told you the fast laners is the right lane to be. Now I also want to tell you that one, when you're graduating from the school, the first five years of your career after graduation is gonna be the most crucial period of time. Because this is the first period of, first five years of the time gonna make your career or paralyze your career or break your career. But unfortunately, hardly in the school or our friend cycle told us how important those five years period of time. So that's why it's so much important to move to fast lane as soon as possible. So about this one, I wanna tell you that how I actually almost get into a huge problem after graduating um, and then how I navigate myself to fast lane as well too. So I wanna share about that story. So I was studying computer science and engineering, I, and I had a full scholarship to study as well too in my bachelor degree. And basically I almost just paid an equivalent amount of money for my living expense. Everything was covered. So that's something was been remarkable thing for me, which happened. So like every, I saw this one, every of my classmates, everybody was looking for, they want to get a master's degree to an overseas country. So Canada was the destination actually. 
So I was also thinking that after graduation, I will be moving to Canada and will be doing my master's degree immediately as well too. I was so young and so blinded by all the exciting things I'm going to experience during my overseas study. And I forgot to notice one very important thing. How important is my first five years of my career? So I was lucky, or fortunately, um, during some conversation, I realized I need to do a better math for my overseas study plan. Somebody can show this plan to you in a different way, but this was my plan, and that's how I made the decisions which I'm going to share with you right now. So for the easy understanding, I'm going to convert everything in US dollar so you can convert back to your currency. And I'm talking about years back when I was graduating from the school. So the cost variables maybe changed, actually increased, not reduced at all. So let's talk about the cost background of breakdown of having a master degree plan. So first of all, the direct cost, which is my tuition fee, almost 100,000 US dollar. I have to pay for my master degree because I'm going to take a professional master degree. Two years of living cost will be almost 2.5k US dollar per month, means it's going to be at least $50,000. So now this is a direct cost. And most of the people forgot the second category, which is called indirect cost. Actually, I'm, I even have a category number three, which I will tell you right now. So, but let's get into the indirect cost first. In indirect cost is this. In an average salary, I, if I work during this two-year period of time, I would work and could be getting around $1,000 per month easily. And total, I could earn 24K US dollar in the two years period of time. I mean, for one year period of time, in two years period of time, I just multiply, so it become 24K US dollar. But now the third category is called the risk cost. The first is about cost of starting from ground zero after two years after I finish my master degree. Because by the two years, all my classmates will move on. They will have already have a practical skill set and have built the two years of job experience too. And as you know that, in two-year experience, is a good experience already in the first five years of period of time. So for secondly, We'll be seeing my classmate ahead of me for almost two years. That will be a lot of mental struggle for me to handle. Number three, it will cover almost 40% of my starting golden time of my career as well too. Number four, if I would try to compete in a higher level, let's say senior executive role or not a junior executive anymore, I will need to compete with other people who already has a two years of hands-on experience and practical work experience. So that means my winning chance with them will be significantly lower than they are because they are a lot more competent in terms of the profile building compared to myself. Number six, they have grown their portfolio stories to tell during the interview and I will have only stories about what I have learned during my master degree. And the last one that there is no guarantee that I will be in the top 10 in the class in my master's degree. There is no guarantee. I may put my best effort. I could be a super intelligent, but still, I could be in the, in the, in, not in the top 10. There's, this is not something I can control because I'll be competing with everyone. Now, 
I talked to you about three types of cost, right? So now let's put it on an all together in terms of cost of the capital. So in the capital, in cost, I will lose around 150 US dollar directly, cash, plus total ca um, capital opportunity, I will lose another 50K, which is I can earn and I can do other things, do a side hustles and interest of that money in total around 200K US dollar. But when I'm trading off that to $200,000, I have an additional gain that I have a pleasure of living in a new country, learning new cultures and getting foreign friends and a degree of a foreign university, which shows in my profile. So after hearing all the thinking, all this calculation and seeing this one in paper, I realized, hmm, why don't I put that cash in a fund or real estate investment and gain 10 to 15, 10 to 15 or even 20% passive income and, and this total capital still in my hand and there's no risk of losing and become my asset. Hmm, why don't I focus on the particular skill I need to move to the next level and I spend my all effort, money and time so that it will be directly targeted effort. Like an example, to move from my first role to the second role, what kind of skill set do I really need to do? And how would I do a targeted skill set program about those skills so it will be a fast track to myself to that one. It will be a lot more efficient in time and of course money and effort too. I'm not saying that other knowledge I'll learn in master degree will not be useful, but I have learned already a lot of gross level of knowledge in my four year of bachelor study already. Why not it cannot be a targeted level? And then third one is about, hmm, why don't I build up a career with the unique skills at first so I'll be able to work anywhere where I can work with much more premium pace. The fourth thing comes to me, hmm, so what will be my choice to get a professional master degree with 100% scholarship? Like I got my bachelor degree 100% scholarships. Can I get similar kind of 100% scholarship and master degree? And I found out that the chance is pretty low. Even the bachelor degree, I has to be really on the right time, in the right place, and the right effort, and it worked for me. So rather than I spending my time on the master degree, why don't I do the thing and start building my career? And I decided, and I dropped my master degree plan and start building my professional career and applying for overseas job and leave the country in very fast period of time. I prepared for it mentally, prepared for skillfully, prepared for my skill set as well too. So now, it was, it was a fast laner for me on that moment that years back. But now, the definition of fast laner has changed. And the present definition of fast laner, I just told you from the beginning of the podcast. Your factor could be, that's why I want to tell you that, your factor could be more, your factor could be less for investment decision of master degree. So if your factor are different, you could decide to go for master degree after graduating. But for me, still the same. After graduating, it was my right decision for me. And I wanted to go for fast laner and I have gone to it. And I just already told you what exactly you need to do to be a fast laner as well too. So when you are building your career, you are already five years done. So now let's talk about a little bit about that part. 
There are three basic rules I will request you to always remember in your mind. I know meeting all these three will be very difficult because, because to get these three rules worked, you also need the right company and right people and right manager as well too. So let me spell those three rules to you first. First, don't sell anything that is bad for the world or for other people. Number two, don't work for anyone you don't respect or they don't respect you. Number three, work only the, with the people you enjoy. So now, this is going to be very hard to do this one too because to get these three things right, you also need to be that person too as well. Like an example, to get the respect, you have to give the respect. To get the people fun to work with, you need to become the person to be f become fun to work with as well too. Then it will be a great match. But if you do get this three thing right, you will be highly successful and you will be always stays in the fast lane and you keep growing and it will go to fast track to core team of a company. So. Are we in your first five years or the second and second 10 years of your career? Pay close attention and look at what features are you aiming for? Financially strong, strong or are you aiming for just for status game where it's not built with a strong financial backbone but more about what the society think about you? And if you ask me what should be my advice, it will be always Go for the first lane. It does not cost much effort in one day. It's a consistent manner to build an effort and you will be able to be highly successful through a first lane. All the best. I will see you in the next episode. There are the other two episodes also already published. Recreating yourself. Check them out as well too. See you then.